Welcome to Pursuit Church Mornington Podcast with Pastor Brian Carden. The message you're about to hear will help you build your faith in Christ and grow in the knowledge of His will. Let's go right into the message. This year for 2022, that the word is God, the word that God has given the church is multiplication. Multiplication. Come on, look at your neighbor and say multiplication. God, say God. Come on, say God. Multiply me. I believe that this year is going to be a year of God multiplying your life, your family, this church, and this region. Can I get an amen? The word multiply means to increase. It means to have abundance. It means to grow. Acts chapter 9 verse 31 says this. So the church throughout all Judea and Galilee and Samaria had peace and was being built up. And walking in the fear of the Lord. This is important to hear. This is Acts chapter 9 verse 31. And walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit, it multiplied. It multiplied or it increased as another translation says. Walking in the fear of the Lord and Walking in the comfort of the Holy Spirit. Acts 12 verse 24 says, But the word of God increased and multiplied. What increased and multiplied? The word of God. See, I believe we're going to see multiplication within your family, within this church, within this region. But it's only going to be how you respond or we'll say it this way, how you receive and how you respond to the Word of God. It says back in 39, uh, Acts 9.31 that they were walking in the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord literally means an awe or it means a reverence of who God is. We live in a society and a culture where we fear man or fear what's going on in culture more than we do God And therefore, it causes division, it causes anger, it causes frustration, it causes chaos and distraction. But when we walk in the fear of the Lord, can I tell you today, when you are in awe of who God is, when you reverence who he is, you will walk what? In the comfort of the Holy Spirit. You will walk in the peace of God. You will walk knowing that the Holy Spirit is what he is, the helper. Today, when we fear God, When we have the Holy Spirit walking with us, when we experience the comfort and the peace of knowing who God is, you're going to see multiplication. When you receive the word of God, and how you receive is how you will respond. See, it's only going to happen from a place of receiving his word. What's going to happen? Multiplication. And I believe this is what the Spirit of God is saying. If you will receive the word, you will see multiplication in your life. Now, I know a lot of you probably can already tell where this could easily go, but I'm going to save that message for next week. So don't jump there ahead. And I'm talking about the parable of the sower. I'm waiting for that message next week. But today, the title of my message is Receive the Word. Receive the Word. See, we are living in a time where the word of God, for a lot of people, especially in this moment 
of deconstruction. I don't know if anyone knows about what's going on with deconstructing the Bible, with woke Christianity, with progressive Christianity. How many of you have studied or read anything, have seen anything like that? Okay, well, it's massive within young people. And they're using social media platforms like TikTok, really, to deconstruct the Bible, to question those things. And not for the sake of trying to gain knowledge, but saying, are these things really true? It's because they don't have an understanding and a revelation of God's word. But I see, I believe that we as men and women have to continue to grow in knowledge and understanding of God's word. But it only comes from having a relationship with him. If all you do is go to church on a Sunday morning and that is all your relationship with God is, it will be very hard to serve God. If you don't have a daily relationship with him, if you are not intimate with him every single day, sin, the struggles of life, everything and in between, all that will dominate you. You will continue to go back to the old man or the old nature And you will never live in a place of victory that has been freely given to you through Jesus Christ. The problem is a lot of people don't know what they have been given through Jesus Christ. It's not just salvation. His word fulfills and answers all things. Everything. So today I want to start with an understanding of who Jesus is. And when we can understand who Jesus is, then we'll understand who we are. And as we receive him, we'll be able to receive this word of multiplication. See, when you receive him, you'll begin to understand what you have in him. Can I tell you that you have been given something in Christ? If I had a Bible right here, I would lift it up and say, every single thing that you have need of is right here. It's found in his word. Everything. You're sick today, there's healing. You're broke today, there's sufficiency. You're lacking There's more than enough. You're stressed out. There's peace. You have anxiety. You're worried. You're doubtful. There's faith. There's joy. There's life. Everything you have need of is found in Christ. In John chapter 1, John chapter 1, we see a powerful understanding of who Jesus is. Every single synoptic gospel, which is Matthew, Mark, and John, they're synoptic. They're all in the same. This one starts out a little differently. This doesn't start off with the genealogy of Jesus and his birth, but this starts off with John giving you an understanding and a revelation of who Jesus is. In John chapter 1, verse 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, And the word was God. He was the beginning, or he was in the beginning with God. And all things were made through him. And without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. It says, in the beginning was the word. Now, if you look at the definition of this word, the word means logos. And the word logos is, means, in Greek, it means the written word of God. You have been given the logos word of God or the written word of God, which is the Holy Bible. So today, if you need to hear from God, open your Bible. Because that is God speaking to you. 
You'll hear a lot of Christians say, man, I'm just trying to get a word. I'm trying to get, you know, and they'll go from church to church waiting to get something from God. It's right there within your hands, within your grasp. Maybe you have it at home in a cupboard. Maybe it's on a table. If you need a word from God, pick up the word. And then you have another type of word, which is called rhema. Now, rhema is the spoken word of God. So you have logos, which is the written word of God. And then you have rhema, which is the spoken word of God or the utterance of God's word. And the spoken word of God always confirms with the written word of God. Now, look, this may be a little bit of teaching, but this is important for you to have an understanding. Because when I say that this is a year of multiplication, that is a rhema word for now. But it's confirming what God's logos word is speaking and has said. It's nothing new. You know, a lot of times we try to find something new in God. I need a new revelation, something fresh, something different. And as pastors and leaders, sometimes we fall under this, I won't say curse, but we fall under this uh, like we have to try to make everything fresh and new. We don't. The reality is God's word is the same today, yesterday, and forever. It will last. It's the only thing that is sure. I mean, sure, we can come up with a, a, a good idea for a sermon. You know, we can be creative and have illustrations, and all that's fine. But the reality is that God's word is new every single morning. His mercies are new every morning. If you need something fresh, go to his word. But I, as I've given this word of multiplication, I believe it's from the Spirit of God. It is a rhema word of God. It is something that God's spoken to me. And as I teach this month on multiplication, it's going to confirm with the, wor the word of God or the logos word of God. And so as we go through this, I want you to have that understanding that in John chapter 1, it says, In the beginning was the word. Well, that word word is Jesus. John was trying to help you understand that Jesus is the Word. So anywhere you see the name Jesus in the Bible, you can automatically see that that is the Word. And Jesus spoke to Satan when he was tempted. You could say the Word spoke. You know, and you look in Matthew chapter 4 when Satan tried to tempt Jesus three times. We know that he always spoke back. Or the word spoke back with what? The word. How are you speaking today to the situations in your life? If Jesus, who is the word, had to speak the word, what makes you any different? How are you going to overcome every single situation in life? How are you going to serve God faithfully commitly, and commit your life? Because look, you've been given access to God, and everything that you desire and want is found in him, but it comes from you coming under the lordship of Jesus Christ and obeying him. You don't hear a lot about obedience. This gospel isn't about a gospel that's just for you to live out and do whatever you want to. No, it's about coming to a place and understanding that you have to deny yourself, change your life, transform, and it only happens through receiving his word. See, you've been given Jesus or you've been given the word. And I'm going to go through some different names of who Jesus is in a second. But in John chapter 1, verse 12, skip ahead to verse 12, it says this. 
But to all who did receive him, say receive. Who are we talking about? We're talking about Jesus. But to all who did receive him or who believed in his name, this is very important. He gave the right to become children of God. You have no rights in Christ until you receive and believe him. This is what's wrong with the world. They don't understand and nor can they comprehend, and it's because they don't know him. Until they believe and receive Jesus, they don't have a right to become children of God. You've been given a right if you have believed and received and called on his name. See, you have been given the right today of being a child of God. And what a child has is connected to what the father has. So again, whatever area you are lacking in or whatever area is beating you up and dominating you and controlling you, can I tell you that what Jesus is or who Jesus is or who the word says he is and says who you are, you have. It's found in his word. You got to fall in love with the word of God. You have to. If you just lived and served God through preaching on a Sunday morning or through podcasts every single day, that's not going to sustain you. Yes, you'll get inspired. But you need information. You need knowledge. You need understanding so that you can base and live your life from that place. Because inspiration won't save you. Inspiration will come in and it'll go. It doesn't last. I've seen a lot of people will start this year off that will go to the gym and they'll have a goal of transforming their body, but in three weeks' time, they will be out of there. They won't be committed to the process. And this is the problem with most people is the process. Committing to the process is hard. It's challenging. And the moment when something becomes challenging and uncomfortable, we run. We flee from it. But God is saying, embrace the challenge. Embrace the uncomfortability. Embrace the correction, because sometimes you're going to feel like corrected. Embrace the teaching. Embrace the process. See, it says in verse 13, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. You have been born of God. And the word, who is Jesus, became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. And John bore witness about him and cried out, and this is John the Baptist, this was he of whom I said, who comes after me, ranks before me because he was before me. In verse 16, for from his fullness we have all received Come on, we have all received grace upon grace. You have been given grace upon grace to empower you, to help you, to build you, to strengthen you. His grace will empower you. It says from his fullness. So if you're lacking today, if you're empty today, receive the fullness of that word. 
Walk in it, step in it, partner with it today. Now look, Jesus has been given many names in the Bible. And to just to name a few, I'm going to tell you some of these names. Number one, he is the Almighty One. He is the Alpha and Omega. He is the Advocate. In 1 John 2, 1, it says, My dear children, I write this to you so that you will not sin, but if anybody sins... You have an advocate with the Father, and his name is Jesus Christ, the righteous one. He is the author and the perfecter of your faith. It says in Hebrews 12, 2, fix your eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of your faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. He is the bread of life. It says, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. He is the beloved son of God. He is the bridegroom. He is a chief cornerstone. He is the deliverer. He is faithful. He is true. He is the good shepherd. He is the great high priest. Oh, come on, get excited. He is the head of the church. He is the holy servant. He is. He is Emmanuel, God with us. He is the indescribable gift. He is the judge. He is the king of kings, the Lord of lords. He is the Lamb of God, the light of the world, the line of the tribe of Judah. He is the Lord of all. He is the mediator, the Messiah, the mighty one, the one who sets free. He is our hope, our peace. He is a prophet. He is the redeemer. He is the risen Lord. He is the rock. He is the sacrifice of our sins, the Savior, the Son of Man, the Son of the Most High God, the Supreme Creator over all, the resurrection and the life. He is the door. He is the way. He is the true vine. He is the truth. He is the victorious one. He is the wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. He is the Word. That's who He is. That's just 50 names for you of who he is. <laughs> Can I repeat it? This is who he is. Don't tell me that he's not enough. Don't tell me that he can't do it. Don't tell me that he's not able. This is who you serve. If you have given your heart to Jesus then every single thing and every single name that I've given you of Jesus, it's yours. We're not trying to get it. He wants you to have it. He's given it to you through this free gift. So what do we do? Receive it. And as you receive, well, then that's where the next process comes of just walking it out. And this is where most Christians have difficulty. All this stuff that I've said so far is good. Yeah, man, I receive it. But the walking it out part is the difficult part. And this, because of, this is because of distraction, because of perspective, experiences, opinions, all of it gets in the way of his word. In Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, it says this. For the word of God is living and active. That word living is another translation saying quick in the King James. And that word quick means to live, to be among the living, to enjoy life, to have true life. Do you know that true life only comes from his word? 
everything you see out there, everything that's being glorified, everything that's being posterized and made to seem like it's life, it's not life. I promise you it's not. Life doesn't come from money. Life doesn't come from cars, houses, friends, none of that. It comes from God. I know that's pretty bold to say. But at the end of all this, at the end of time, all that stuff, it fades. All of it. And what truly matters is your walk with Christ. Because you're not living for this world. You're just passing through. And the reality is most of us won't live till past 85. And if you live past that, praise God. 96, some people are calling 100. Go ahead and call it. Call it out by faith. So you only have a short time on this earth. And what can we do on this time that we're here? Instead of wasting it, instead of worrying, being fearful. No, cast off restraint. Cast off all your cares on the Lord, knowing he cares for you, knowing that he is an overcomer. And that you are an overcomer by the blood of the lamb and by the word of your testimony. Knowing that God is working on your behalf. Knowing that greater is in me than he that's in this world. No weapon formed against me shall what? Prosper. You have been given a better promise, a better covenant. And that is through Jesus. That word quick means living water. Having vital power. Being fresh, being strong being efficient. This is the word of God. And the word active means powerful in another translation, and it means effective. If today you can say that your Christian life and serving God has not been effective, that is because you haven't rightly placed the word of God within your heart because it is effective. It says that the word of God is living and effective or active or powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing. And the word piercing means to penetrate sufficiently, if I could say. And that word piercing means sufficient in ability, meaning that his word has the ability of sufficiency to, next part says, divide of the soul and the spirit, divide of the joints and marrows, and to discern the thoughts and the intentions of your heart. This word, this word of God has power to heal, has power to save, has the power to set you free, has the power to penetrate your heart, to show your true intentions. And this is why we run from it. Because when you get intimate with God, it shows who you really are. And when we see that picture of who we really are, that's what guilt, shame, condemnation, all that comes to play. But can I tell you, you're supposed to bring it to him. A lot of us like to wear masks when we're around people. But can I encourage you today that you may think you're wearing a mask when you come to God, but you're not. He already knows. He just wants you to come to him. He wants you to reveal your life to him. Because he wants, kind of say it this way, he wants you to expose yourself. Because that's what the word of God will do. He'll expose you. When was the last time you prayed that prayer? God, expose me. God, I know I got anger in me. God, I know I got lust in me. 
give it to you. I don't want to be like this. Sometimes we just we think we just have to be technical in how we pray and come to God. You don't. You just come to God saying, I need help. <laughs> in 1 Samuel 16, 7, it said, The Lord's told Samuel, who was a prophet, Do not look at his appearance or on the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Look, that's really important. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Doesn't look like the way we do. We're terrible judges of character. I can look out at everybody, and we all do this from first encounters or first impressions. We already got you lined up within our thoughts, right? We're pretty terrible at that. But God doesn't see the same way. He sees the heart. It says he doesn't look on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. It don't matter what people think about you. It don't matter what you've been told. Maybe you've been told some stuff from blood, from family. That's pretty intense. It's hurt you. I believe today that if you will allow the word of God to take residence, to take place, to take preeminence and priority within your life above those words, you will experience freedom in your life today. It doesn't matter the things that have tried to label you, the people that have tried to label you, but no, come to God because he's not looking at your outward appearance. He could care less about what shirt you wear or how well you do your hair. No, he cares about your heart. James chapter four, verse eight says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Hebrews 10, 22 says, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Psalms 119.11 says, I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. If you're having a problem sinning, and look, I know we all sin every day, but I'm talking about just blatantly habitual sin and you just can't get out of it, store up his word in your heart. Wake up every morning before you go to your phone, and it'll take some discipline. I promise you, it takes discipline. But discipline yourself this year. Discipline yourself. Look, the beginning of the year, usually the church, we fast. And I've talked to Pastor Brian. We're going to wait until he gets back. But he did want me to encourage you. Start fasting if you can. You know, fast a meal. Fast some food. Take a day and fast and pray. Now, don't just fast to lose weight. Fast to spend time with God. Fast to see this word of multiplication come to fruition and come to pass within your life. Begin to study it out. Begin to spend time with God. Take time fasting and praying, receiving a word just for your family. But I believe if you will receive this word, you will see it produced in your life. In 1 Thessalonians 2.13, it says, For this reason, we also constantly thank God that when you receive the word of God, which you heard from us, come on, I'm speaking something today, as you receive the word of God, you accept it not as the word of men or as a word that I'm giving to you from me, but for what it really is, the word of God, which also performs its work in you who believe. The word will only work when you believe. 
That's how you got saved. It only worked because you believed in it. You know that you're saved. So today, if you partner and believe today with this word of multiplication, now what can that mean within your life? That can mean any way you want to receive it. It could be multiplication within your children coming to know God. That could be multiplication of seeing increase financially. That could be multiplication in God's seeing or you seeing God just cause growth within your spiritual life. For the church, what I believe that God's given us, I have five things that I've written down. We are going to see a multiplication in saved souls. This year, we are going to see the most saved souls within Pursuit Church ministry. Can you get excited with me? Come on. But it's going to happen through you and me. It's going to happen when the next thing, we are going to see a multiplication in committed men and women of God. They are going to commit their life to following after God. Commitment just doesn't come from sitting in a chair on Sunday mornings. No, commitment comes from you serving God every single day and being a witness everywhere you go, whether you have a business, whether you have a job, whether you're at the shops, whether, wherever you are, because you are ready in your heart to minister to the Word of God. Number three, we are going to see multiplication in miracles, signs, and wonders. I believe that there are going to be diseases that are going to be completely set free in this house. I believe that there's going to be people that will come here, that will come under the anointing of this house, and will be miraculously healed in their body. Can you agree with me today? I believe we're going to see a multiplication in education. I believe that God, because this is part of the vision of this house. This is nothing new. This is something that's been in Pastor Brian's vision and in his heart for a long time, but I believe we're going to see the fruition of it start taking even more precedence this year. We're going to see education rise within this church, whether that be in Bible school, worship school, and maybe even a private school. You never know what God's doing, but I believe that we're going to see multiplication in that. God is working today. And I believe this is a word that God has given our church. The Bible says in Hosea 4.6 that my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. That's all. We're destroyed for a lack of knowledge. In Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2 through 4, it says, Write the vision down, make it plain, run with it, and it shall speak. Write the vision down, make it plain, run with it, and it will speak. That word speak means to blast or to blow. His word will speak. Today and this year, I believe that this vision that God has given our church, because remember, the vision that God gives a church is for the body. That's you, me. It's for us. I was taught at a young age that when I connect to the corporate vision of the house, God will fulfill the vision within my heart. And I promise you that's how it's been and that's how it's worked for me and my wife, Lainey. It's because when I partnered with the corporate vision of the house, because I knew the vision was for me, it says to make it plain and then run with it. Run with it. You can go ahead and just repeat it, buddy. Run with it. Come on. What does run look like? That means do something with it. That means this word I'm giving you, it's a great word, but only if you receive it and run with it. 
You can let this word say, oh, it's just another word of the year, the theme, cool. Or you could receive it and say, this word is for me. This word is for my family. Stand to your feet. This word is for my children. This word is for my job. This word is for my business. This word is for this region. Can anybody get excited with me today? Can anybody just right now praise the Lord? Can anybody just begin to thank God for this word? This is going to be a year of multiplication. The enemy thought that he had this region. The enemy thought that he had this place. But can I tell you that somebody came, and that was you, and that was me. And we are bringing something to this place, to this region. We are not going to be silent, but we are going to be bold and confident, knowing that Jesus is in us, and he is working on our behalf. And so as we continue to allow the word of God to work, we are going to take our place. We are going to take our position and we're going to be witnesses of the word of God. We're going to preach. We're going to shout it out just like the Bible says. We are going to speak it out. Jesus spoke. Satan couldn't do anything when he spoke the word. All he could do is try and tempt him again. And listen to me. It says, count it all joy when you fall into various trials and temptation, because guess what? You are going to be tempted. You are going to have trial, but count it all joy, knowing that it is the testing of your faith that produces patience. You're going to go through some tests this year. Just because we went through some tough stuff in the past years doesn't mean it's over. And just because we go through stuff doesn't mean that this word is not true. today, my prayer for you is that this message will get in your heart, that you will receive it, that you will receive the word. Multiply. Come on, say multiply. Say multiply me, God. Say multiply my family. Multiply this region. Multiply this church. I receive your word. Come on, lift your hands today. Thank you for listening to today. If you are wanting more of these timely messages and teachings, go to our website at Pursuit Church Mornington to find all the other ways you can access Pursuit Church ministry and messages.